What's up everybody and welcome back to episode 56 of Off The Record. Um, I'm your host Imogen Marshall and as always please remember to rate, review and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and follow us on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook. All our details are on our website at www.offtherecorduk.com where you can also get a glimpse of all the reviews we've been doing including roundups of the singles of the week and everything like that. Anyway, on to our news segment as per usual, and it's been a bit of a hectic week in the country industry, so here we go. So it's been country radio seminar week in Nashville, so um, you'll have seen so much coming over from the States, particularly on Countryline and all those um, outlets. Um, but the new face of country have been exhibited that week, including Russell Dickerson, Lindsay L, Jimmy Allen, Lanco and Dylan Scott. Obviously, those will be familiar to most of the UK audience having come over to the UK um, this year or the year before. But still well worth keeping a tab on those guys. Um, Scotty McCreary has um, earned another number one with This Is It. Uh, his music video features clips from his and his wife Gabby's wedding. Um, so that's been at the top of the radio charts, which is very exciting. Um, in slightly sad and in slightly sad news, um, Tim McGraw has confirmed that Faith Hill's father has died. So all thoughts and prayers with the McGraw and Faith Hill families. Um, in other news, um, we've had two um, pregnancy-related announcements with Randy Hauser and his wife Tatiana announcing that the couple are going to have a baby boy and Rodney Atkins and his wife have also announced that they are expecting baby number two so congratulations to both of those. In other exciting news, Miranda Lambert's been on the news twice this week, once for a slightly scandalous thing involving a dispute at a restaurant. Um, apparently there's something to do with the salad being dumped on a woman's lap. So, you know, it's in the news. It must be true, of course. Um, but in happier news, she announced on Val um, on Valentine's Day that her and she's, been, she's got married to her um, boyfriend that I don't think anyone had actually known that much about called Brendan McLaughlin. Um, so that's really exciting news um, and congratulations to the pair of them. Also Rachel Reinert who was a singer in Gloriana has announced that she's engaged her longtime boyfriend Caleb Crosby so congratulations all around to those. Now back to the music. Um, there are quite a few music videos coming out this week with obviously Casey Musgrave's video Rainbow which is absolutely stunning everyone should check that out it's real um, celebration of love and it's just it's just wonderful and really beautifully cinematographic. Uh, beautiful cinematography going on there. Cassie Ashton has released her violins music video, which is amazingly sassy, and it's just the exhibition of her character, and it's fa fa fabulous. But um, all the outfits that the women wore in that video are actually made by Cassie, so make sure to go and check that out. Nothing other to be than to be impressed by her um, outfit-making skills. Um, Brothers Osborne have also released their very powerful and poignant um, video, I Don't Remember Me Before You, so that's worth a check out. And Carly Pierce has an, um, released her video for Closer To You, featuring moments with her fiancé Michael Ray, so it's a, that's a, just a good, great one to watch, obviously ahead of their performances at CTC. Um, in other news, um, we've had the announcement of the C2C Icon stage, which is a really exciting new addition this year. We've got a lot of, um, it was a UK-based featuring stage, um, and we've got back, the likes of Backwards Creek, 
um, and Remember Monday featured there, so that's going to be one which I'm sure a lot of people will be very excited for at C2C, and obviously they keep announcing more people, and it just keeps getting better and better and better, so can't wait to see that. Finally, um, we've got the releases for this week, and there was two main ones that I just wanted to highlight, which is the first release from Twinny, which is Hollywood Gypsy. It's a live performance of that track. Um, she will be releasing her EP in due course, um, and this is just an exciting uh, sort of snapshot of what's to come so make sure you to keep your eyes peeled for all her new music to be released and obviously we had the florida georgia line um release of can't say i ain't country the album which everyone should go and listen to if nothing other than to see the what the, all the contro controversy is all about and what everyone's saying so well worth the check out and that has been your news for this week <laughs> Now, I'm so excited to introduce you guys to our guest for this, or guests for this week, who are the lovely Fairground Saints, who will be the next in our C2C Spotlight Stage series. Obviously, we've had Abby Anderson and the Wandering Hearts on the podcast already, which you can check out um, on Spotify, iTunes, or SoundCloud, or wherever you're, you're listening to the podcast now. Um, but Fairground Saints are up next, who will be on C2C Spotlight Stage in less than a month's time, and I spoke to them all about their excitement for C2C, um, what we can expect from their album to come, and how they came together as a band. So I really hope you guys enjoyed this chat with Fairground Saints. Hello! Can you guys oh, just see no, me? Hi! hi. Hi, so nice to talk to you guys. How are you all doing? Great, how are you doing? Very oh, right. Um, oh my gosh, I'm so excited to see you guys over at C2C. Would it be the sec it's the second time you're going to be back over, isn't it? Yes, yes it will. Because I saw your um, performance at the Borderline and it was just, it was just amazing. Like, I feel like you guys got so many fans then just like brought over. So are you excited to come back around? Absolutely. We, we loved everybody we met there and we just had the time of our lives. So we're like so excited to come back. Amazing. Do you have like any expectations of what the kind of UK audience would be like? Um, quite, uh, Not I, really. I think we tried to just kind of keep our minds open to whatever it was going to be. Cause you never know. Every show is, yeah. is different, but, yeah. uh, I think after song number two, we were like, okay, this, this is yeah. cool. Like, let's really let's turn it on now you know like it yeah was, you can just really we could feel like the appreciation for music in yeah. the room and it's just such a beautiful thing to play for people that that love you can tell they just they, they love songwriting and yeah. music it's just so, like a really special thing it must just be that first song you're like right let's wait for the reaction second one you're like <laughs> right now we're kind of getting in the groove now we kind of know what the feel's going to be like in the so room you can tell on the first song yeah <laughs> So what's the story of how you guys came together? Um, I know you've probably told the story so many times, but... Um, well, the shorter version is that we all kind of met via social media and yep. the internet. Um, Mason posted an ad on Facebook, and Eli was the only one to answer the <laughs> ad. It, it was meant to be. It was meant yeah. to be. Yeah. <laughs> It just so happened that he, you know, he's a musical genius, yeah. and they started jamming for a while, and then eventually they wanted to expand from there, Yeah, and put an ad on Craigslist, and a girl that I was actually living with at the time submitted a submission to their yeah. ad, and I was in the background of one of her videos, they saw me, so it's all very, like, 
stumble upon. Like, yeah, but that's kind of where that you're like, this is meant to be. There's some magic where, yeah, like the randomest connections. You're like, it's meant to be. It's yeah. fate. There's yeah. something in the yeah. universe. It's very cosmic. What was your kind of background though before that? Because like, did you all were you already playing music? Um, how long, far along, I guess, on your musical journey were you? Maybe you should um, start, yeah, well, I'll you're... start. Yeah, I've I've been writing since I was like, I think like eight years old. Yeah. I've always loved music. I come from a really musical family. But prior to meeting the guys, I was touring with this organization called the Young Americans. Okay. And we kind of we came to the UK. We we went to Japan and oh, all over so. Europe. And I did my specialty was songwriting workshops with kids. Yeah. So I was kind of doing oh, more really of the teaching, cool. and and that kind of part of music yeah. for a while, and then, then I met them. Yeah, I, my dad played guitar. Um, he's a doctor, but my sisters couldn't get past the sore finger stage. Oh, so. yeah, and you're like, I'm a bit harder. I could, like, actually, <laughs> I can carry <laughs> on playing through the pain. <laughs> I was just thinking that, like, I might always loved music. You know, yeah. like, it was, it, I played the trumpet, and um, we had this program at my middle school called Arts Outreach, and they yeah. would bring in instruments, and they'd pay, like, Donations would pay for people to be able to hire a music teacher yeah. and have those arts programs. And I, I wouldn't say I didn't fall in love with the recorder, but um, as we continued on, it was it was it got cooler. Yeah, I was gonna <laughs> uh, say when when you start the recorder, I feel like everyone plays. You know the I don't know like B A G, and that's pretty much yeah. whatever you play. And you don't think it's very cool, but then when you look back and I've been to concerts where I've been like amazed by how people can play it but when you're when you're younger you're like it's the last instrument i want to play it's not cool yeah hot cross buns you can only play yeah. it many times before you're kind of kind of bored but i picked up the guitar at 12 and uh my dad showed me some cowboy chords and he showed me how to do the travis roll and then it was kind of i just the rest is history yeah 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 um i have always played piano i guess since i was like five yeah. Um, and before I met Mason, since I was about nine to the age of 16, I played in a kid's jazz cover band, sort of. <laughs> they were good. Uh, and so we toured around Southern California and kind of all over California uh, playing instrumental covers of, like, jazz songs. That's so cool, though. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I love jazz music. Right after so I left that band, I met Mason. Yeah. So I guess it's very different backgrounds, which is kind of cool then when you came together, was there ever a sort of like, um, kind of what you, when you came first together, was it sort of like, this is the sound we're going to create or did it just kind of evolve organically? Cause I know you put out a record before and now you've moved yeah. to Nashville. We, yeah, we actually put out a record right after we met Yeah, and it, it came out beautiful. But yeah. I think that over the past few years that we've actually gotten to travel and tour yeah. together, the sound has definitely evolved and kind of taken shape into more what we feel like it, it really is yeah. meant to be. And that's a cool feeling to have. Um, and, but I think it will always kind of evolve, you know? Mm. I think that keeps us growing and um, just learning. Because you moved from <laughs> California to Nashville, is th that right? Yeah. So yeah. do you feel like moving to Nashville really, like, changed? Just, like, I mean, it will just change from being in a different environment but how much do you think that move like affected you guys in terms of sound I, don't, I wouldn't say that it changed us i think it just brought 
more out yeah. than that. I think yeah. it, I think we met some people that were very great collaborators. Yeah. Like the guy that's producing our, our record right now. Yeah. He's a great collaborator and we he has helped us immensely to kind of find that sound and to really yeah. hone in on it. Um, so I would say that it's more what it's brought out of us. Yeah, it's, it's, it's what's already there. It's not like um, the environment completely changes who you are and makes you a different yeah. person. It's like, it's just bringing out the real yeah. essence of you and your music, almost. Yeah, yeah definitely. So before we talk about like your most recent releases, I just try to very quickly, um, who's most likely questions. Okay. So who's most likely to sing Dolly at karaoke? Meg, yeah. <laughs> who's most likely Definitely. to turn up late to rehearsals? Eli. Yeah. <laughs> I love how it's like, Definitely. yes, thank you. Um, who's most likely to forget the words? I'd, I'd probably, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who's most likely to trip over something on stage? Probably me. Yeah. I think me. Yeah. Okay, who's most likely to master the flossing dance? Ooh, it's, that's, I don't it's know. It's like a... I'm a good dancer, yeah. but I'm more freestyle. Okay. I don't think I can actually, I like, we used to dance. We both oh my dance. god, okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> so it's, it's somewhere it between the two of us. I'll be yeah. expecting a dance-off on the C2C okay. stage now. I'll be like, <laughs> Spotlight <laughs> stage, like, come on, let's break it down. <laughs> Forget the banter. <laughs> yeah, no, just awesome. don't do that. <laughs> Who's most likely to know the most random facts? Eli. Eli. Okay. Yes. Yep. Amazing. Um, so obviously you've released Somewhere Down the Line first before we talk about California. So what was the kind of like the story behind Somewhere Down the Line? I mean, it was, I think it was probably the first one that most people have heard of your music most yeah. recently. And it's just like the most amazing introduction to you guys. It's just the most, it's just an amazing song. Thank you so much. Thank you. Um, I think, you know, we, we had just moved from California to Nashville, yeah. and we landed on the couch of a friend of ours named Chuck Cannon, and... Because we didn't really, we didn't have anywhere to live. Yeah. We didn't really, really make any plans. We just kind of felt this gut feeling, yeah. and just went, like, so... And I think, I think Chuck, I think Chuck knew that, and I, I've been, they have so many cool guitars at, yeah. um, at his house, and I've been messing around, and I came up with a riff that started off the whole thing, and then... Chuck said that he, he was wondering what we would think about a title like Somewhere Down the Line. Yeah. And I think he knew, like, very well, because he's a really great songwriter. I think yeah. he knew we had just been through it, and that we had had, we knew that Somewhere Down the Line we were going to land in the right place. Yeah. And uh, he brought that up to us, and, I, and we just latched onto it. Yeah. And, and the writing process started, and we all started throwing in lyrics and putting it together. And before you knew it, we had this thing that resonated so much with us and felt so much like us that it really kind of felt like a rebirth of, of who we are as a yeah, man. Yeah, that's um, a very magical experience. Somewhere down the line I've got a full tank of gas and some money Let's leave this small town and small trees behind Where you wait fellas, the outlook is sunny Writing process very much like you all play off each, off of each other, um, or is it like one of you comes with like a kind of a form dish idea and then you ch it changes, or what sort of the process? it kind of varies from song to song. Yeah, uh, 
there's not really a method that is set in stone. Well, no, it's not going to be like, right, we do it this way, yeah. and you arrive to rehearsal, and... Yeah, sometimes, sometimes there'll be, like, a complete melody, or, yeah. or structure, or just a title, or even just an idea for, like, a feeling, sort of. Yeah. Um, we, it kind of depends. Yeah, we like to let it just develop really organically yeah. in the room, and, and not, not try to put too much structure. Later, yeah. the structure comes in, and we kind of edit, but... We like to keep it really natural. Keep it as organic as you can, and then you start yeah. have to do the like real like right. We need to put it on the track now, and you need yeah. to do yeah. this. Yeah. And then yeah. obviously you guys released California. It was on Friday, wasn't it? Yeah. It feels like you know when just the week has gone, and you're like, it feels like two weeks ago already. Um, yeah. <laughs> so what was the story behind that one as well? Because obviously you guys come from California, so it's kind of important, I guess, to like. Be like, no, this is where we come from, our roots a little bit. So when you're in Nashville, there is a, cer- a certain amount of um, pressure to cut outside songs. We yeah. are very particular about yeah. what we allow into our world. So we actually did not write yeah. California. California was written by our producer, Dylan Altman, Amazing. and a girl named Anna Voss. Um, and he, we had been in a lot of pitch meetings and heard a lot yeah. of songs. And said no to so much, and then well, it has to be up. true to you. Like you have to, I think you have to feel the emotional connection to a song as much yeah, as you've written it. Right. Otherwise, we're up. The, what are we doing up there? Yeah. You know? So it's and yeah, and we always look for songs that we can imagine, like that harmonious sound on the chorus. Yeah. And, it, and just like m- melodically and like structurally alone, that song is just like it's made for harmony. Yeah. So, it's yeah, completely made for it. So those kind of things, those two things combined was just like, yeah, we definitely want to do that song. And I think it felt like it was like when, especially having just started working with Marshall, to know that your producer knows you so well that he can show you the one song that you really, really want to cut. That's yeah. when you know you've very, like made the right partnership there. That yes. you know you're almost yes. better than you know yourselves. They're like, it was we know this is you. Yeah. So you guys are working on your record at the moment. Is it going to be a full-length one or is it an EP you're going to lead out with? Do you do you even know yet? We're going to be leading out with an EP. Yeah. That's going to be coming out in a few months, or a couple months, actually. So exciting. And then we're going back into the studio, actually, before we come to the UK to cut some more songs so that eventually we'll have the full album. So exciting. Do you have, a, like, a, um, have you chosen all the songs yet? Obviously you can't spoil too much, but, like, is it, um, yeah, did you really have a vision in mind before you went in, I guess? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We really want to have an album that has dynamic and yeah. that has variety of emotion and, you know, even just, like, grooves. Like, yeah. having having some that are completely up-tempo and having some that you can just cry to. Like, yeah. we want to have a huge dynamic on the record, so I think we've been kind of just waiting to fill in all those little gaps. Yeah. yeah. I think we're getting to the place now that we, like, feel like we have all the pieces, which yeah. is exciting. Yeah, it's because it, it kind of has to have the arc of a story, yeah. you know? Like, yeah. the whole record, and, and even our producer the other day, sort of before we went back in to write in this kind of final round before we, we go in to cut some more songs... Yeah. Um, where I actually think is where like probably most of the magic happens. Mm-hmm. Um, he was like, think about what are you missing? What what yeah. pieces are you missing? Not to say that you are or you aren't, but, but just if there was of, something that you wanted to put on, make sure it's there, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and does it feel like a circle? You know, yeah. does it or does it feel disjointed? Yeah. And, and I think I think definitely, like Meg said, I think we found 
our the circle is complete. It's complete. It's not got a little like edge in it. You don't need to like polish any edges. It's there. Yeah. And obviously last year you guys went on tour with Kit Moore, is that right? Yes. Um, what was that experience like? I can imagine it was just like insane, like different. I mean, everyone says that Kit's fans are just really like um, just passionate and dedicated. So it must have been quite yeah, cool like, to buzz off. Yeah. yeah, we met so many cool people and Kip and his whole team were fantastic. Amazing. Yeah, I think we learned a lot about live performance on yeah. that tour because their show is so tight and so like I don't know it just is electrifying yeah, yeah. and uh just being around that I think we we grew we definitely grew yeah. and we made some friends and new fans and it was it was awesome yeah, yeah. yeah it was also it was great it was really valuable to see that opening up for like a Kip shows a rock show. Yeah. You know? Like, it's... I was going to say, it's kind of like a different <laughs> environment to, like... Yeah. I'm trying to think of probably some other shows that you've played. It's very much like a... Like, bringing it. Yeah. And so, you know, I think, you know, after the first show, you go like, oh my gosh. Like, okay, I'm going to walk on stage tomorrow and, you know, let's see how, let's see how this goes. And, and I, it was amazing to see the people that came to see a rock show on a Friday night that are drinking were like... <laughs> Woo! This is <laughs> yeah. There's suddenly parts of the song where they just like scream, and you're like, "Really?" Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It was. It was. Um, I wasn't like. I don't know that I was like surprised, but I was surprised. Yeah. Was, was Every moment was a bit of an event, an uh, an adventure. Yes. Quite. A little bit. So obviously it'll be. You've got C to C in March, and you're going back in the studio and stuff. So it was, will it just be this year? Just. Um, bringing out the EP and then just touring it and just, I guess, just seeing how it grows. It must be really exciting, though. It's very exciting. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a while since we've put music out, so we're, we're really excited about the place we're in and just going to get it out and, yeah, like you said, just tour it like crazy. Yeah, well, I know everyone's really excited to see you over here. Um, I just end always with my, like, final ten just quicker questions. So, wine or whiskey? Whiskey. Uh, wine. Wine. What? I would go wine. Uh, record you're playing on repeat at the moment. Ooh, Casey Musgraves. Golden Hour. Oh, I've got the vinyl, the clear vinyl, and it's just so, oh, it's so beautiful. <laughs> it's like one of the most, it's like my prized possession from last year. Um, yes. Record you wish you'd written. Ooh. For me, it would be the same one. <laughs> Gosh, that record's so really, magical. Yeah. Record is really great. Um, <laughs> yeah, I wish I'd written that record. Yeah. <laughs> and then it'll be record you couldn't live without if you were stuck on a desert island. That one as well? Ooh. Oh, oh gosh. Um Shangri La uh Ooh. Mark Knopfler. I always get really good recommendations from that question. I go away and listen, and I'm like, yes, discover my new music. That's a great I love I love Dire Straits, but I like Marcus solo stuff better. So I think for me, that's uh, yeah. I probably couldn't live without the the White Album. Oh, uh, Beatles. Yes, that yeah, was a great I, choice. I would require that one. Yeah, yeah that's I a would, really I would good call. That one. Yeah. <laughs> I think Revolver would be one of mine as well. Which one? Revolver by the Beatles. Oh sure, that's yeah, an that's awesome a great one, one too. That's a great one. I think mine would be Eagle, the Eagles, one of these nights. Oh. All great choices. I'm really yeah. Um, one word to describe each other. Ooh, passionate. Ooh. So are we supposed to do each of us? Oh yeah, I guess. 
Megan for Eli. Eli to yeah. I'm just trying to work out how this works. <laughs> <I'll> <laughs> yeah, like that way we're going around like in a circle. Eli is brilliant. Oh wait, what not do my? No, you gotta do Mason. Okay. Um. Uh. Mason's like, no, don't don't say anything bad. Don't say anything bad. You look really frightened. Um. Uh. Meg, you're so passionate. You are like incredible. Aww. It's and everything you do is passion. Yeah. Thanks. That's lovely. Um, would you rather give up songwriting or performing? <sighs> performing. Yeah. Yeah. I give up performing because you can still put out the record. Yeah. Yeah. And then you that's can, like, very true. That's sneaky. Still. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that's the that's the magic. Do you guys have a pre-show ritual? Yes. Yes, we do actually. Ooh. Um, I'll tell you all about it. We get into... It's silly, but... I don't know where it came from. Honestly, I don't even know when it started, but we get in a Those circle. are the best. It's a huddle. Yeah. And we get in a huddle, and we do... We decide, uh, based on how hard this gig is going to be, like, is it a bar? Like, yep. you know, are they going to be listening to an acoustic trio <laughs> right now? Okay, well, then we, we base that on how many leg lunges we do into the center <laughs> towards each other. So it could be... Knee touches, too. You have to touch how many can it go up to? Can it go up to, like, 100? It's never gone further than eight, and it, okay. it's never gone lower than seven. So, so uh, what's C to C going to be? Yeah. Huh? C to C? What's C to C going to be? It sounds a lot of people, so seven. Okay, there we go. Yeah. Yeah. They'll listen to you, though, so it will... Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, after we do our leg lunges, it's yeah. very important that we all make eye contact with each other <laughs> to acknowledge. This is very intricate. I'm very impressed with this. Very it's very intricate. So it's like, I see you. I see you. Do you see me? <laughs> I see you. You see me. And then we put our hands in to the center yeah. after we've done our seven leg lunges. And then we ask Eli where it's going to go. He tells us where it's going to go. And that's where the, we lift up. And that's where the worries go. It's usually just like that's a free associative word. Of some kind, yeah. and then we all say it, and then it disappears. That's amazing. I'm like, well, that, that was probably the most impressive qu answer to that question I've ever had. <laughs> um, and the final one is just complete the sentence. So music is... Love. Love that. Country music is... Stories. Good answers and fairground saints are... Harmony. Ooh. Nice. Nice. Yeah, you're just on board, or like on the ball today. Thank you so much, guys, for taking the time to chat with me. I can't wait to hear your set over here. I know everyone's really excited, so thank you. We're so excited. Yeah, we're super excited so to play excited. there. It'll be great. Yeah, and hope I see you guys over here. Thanks yeah, so right, much. Bye. 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 And that was the lovely Fairground Saints with their track,
California. Thank you so much to them for taking the time to chat with me and that will do for episode 56 of Off The Record. Make sure to tune in next week where we have a great Adam Hambrick who behind the, who's behind the song How Not To by Dan and Shay and he will be performing on his own right at the CGC Spotlight stage so he'll be continuing our CGC Spotlight stage series. I hope you guys have a great week and please make sure to rate, review and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes as always. Bye y'all! Mm-hmm.